Good evening, investors. I hope you had a great Tuesday and welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, we make daily recaps keeping you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now, let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed the day flat at $4,205.52, only $0.07 cents higher than Friday's close. The worst performing sector for the day was consumer staples, down 1.14%. A whopping 33 of the 37 constituent companies in the Consumer Staples Select ETF closed the day lower. This likely comes as the belief that the Fed will achieve a soft landing, meaning they will bring inflation down without forcing a recession, has grown significantly over the last week. The best performing sector was consumer discretionary, with the corresponding sector ETF up two-thirds of a percent. Both Ford and Tesla were up 4.14% on the day, continuing the climb that started on Friday after the two companies announced they would work together to expand their EV charging network. Going to individual performance, we have to start with NVIDIA, which became the ninth company in history to reach a $1 trillion market cap before giving back some of those gains and settling around $990 billion. On the other side of things, Paramount Global closed the day up 6.37% after Loop Capital upgraded the company to a buy. Loop Capital says the financial pressures facing Paramount will force the company to be acquired. Since the beginning of May, the media company is down 32.34%. Look into other news. For our daily debt ceiling update, we have good news and bad news. On a positive note, it looks like we could get House approval as soon as tomorrow as Congress finishes up its third round of voting. Unfortunately, many Republicans have come out against the bill, citing the fact that it allows the U.S. to take on a massive $6 trillion of debt due to the suspension of an actual debt limit. Since many of the Republicans had ran on a campaign claiming they will clean up government spending, it's no surprise they're calling for it to be amended and shaming Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. Goldman Sachs is preparing for a third round of layoffs since September as big banks continue to prepare for a future recession. The company is expected to trim fewer than 250 jobs in the coming weeks, focusing mainly on executives and management, as they tend to be the most expensive employees that do not work directly with customers. Fidelity has cut Twitter's valuation once again to now just one-third of what Elon Musk had paid for the social media giant. Today, former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes has officially turned herself in to minimum security prison in Texas, where she will serve her 11-year sentence for the 12 counts of fraud that she was found guilty of way back last year. In the continuation of right-wing cancel culture, which brought down shares of Bud Light and Target, they are now targeting Chick-fil-A, who despite their long-standing opposition to same-sex marriage, has hired Eric McReynolds as an executive in charge of diversity, equity, and inclusion. This has nothing to do with Eric McReynolds and is solely based on the fact that the company even has a DEI position, which they claim means the company has quote-unquote gone woke. Looking to economic news, today we got the consumer confidence reading for May, which came in at 102.3, much better than forecasts of 99. It is critically important that consumers stay buying if the U.S. is going to avoid a recession amid the rapid rate hikes from the Federal Reserve. Today, we also got a look at the house price index month over month for March. The report showed that the cost of a house increased six-tenths of a percent month over month 
three times higher than expected. Looking forward to Wednesday, we have the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey for April and the Fed Beige Book. On top of that, we will hear from Fed Governors Philip Jefferson and Michelle Bowen, as well as Philly Fed President Patrick Harker. Going into earnings for the day, Skyline Champion fell 10.6% to $57.66 after beating earnings per share estimates of $0.94, reporting exactly $1 a share. However, their 9% miss on revenues shook investor confidence as the company only generated $491.5 million for their most recent quarter. U-Haul reported revenues of $1.18 billion, falling roughly 2% year-over-year. They finished the quarter with a net income of $37.7 million, generating an earnings per share of $0.16, down 63% year-over-year. Surprisingly, shareholders did not react too much, sending the company down only 3% in after-hours. Moving on, Hewlett-Packard Enterprises beat on earnings per share, reporting $0.52, $0.03 better than expected. Unfortunately, they missed on revenues, reporting $7 billion for the quarter, significantly lower than the estimated $7.3 billion. Couple that with the lower-than-expected guidance, and shares of the IT company are down 7.86% in after-hours. Lastly, HP beat on earnings per share estimates, reporting an EPS of $0.80, $0.04 higher than expected. They did, however, miss on revenue expectations, reporting $12.91 billion when analysts had expected $13.07 billion. Tomorrow, we will hear from Salesforce, CrowdStrike, Okta, Chewy, Nordstrom, and Advanced Auto Parts. Also, make sure to check out yesterday's video where we discuss Elon Musk visiting China and AI news. Thank you for watching Econ Recaps, and we hope you have a great night. Cheers.